All right, so in this episode, we are going to be tackling hard talks, how to have see-through conversations that are actually productive. All right, if you missed it, what did we talk about last time, Selena? What did we talk about? We talked about sex, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We've tried to avoid that song till now. Thanks for that. You're welcome. No, yeah, so we talked about see-through intimacy or see-through sex life. So this time, we're talking about having hard talks and oftentimes as we discussed in the, in that episode if you missed it do go back and listen sometimes hard talks happen in those times when mm. you have dysfunction in other areas namely your intimacy or around other hot topics in your marriage for us mm. that's a hot topic <laughs> so anyway i think we're going to give you I'm, I'm confident we're going to give you some tangible ways to have see-through talks and uh you should be <laughs> what are you looking at me like anyway it'll be a good talk we'll see you on the other side welcome to the fierce marriage podcast where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage sex communication finances priorities purpose and everything in between laugh ponder and join in on candid gospel-centered conversations this is fierce marriage See, I don't even have to look at you that long. It's just uh, kind of fun to watch you. Watch me squirm. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, people got to know. Like They do. We're going to give you some tangible things. I just don't want to assume that everything we say <laughs> is of utter helpfulness right. to everyone. So right. humbly, right. we submit these ideas to right. you. <laughs> so this is the mini episode number two, uh, talking about see-through communication. Okay. We are doing four episodes total uh, around our book that should be released by now. Barely. No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so this My episode schedule's should be, off. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be out on May 5th, which if you're listening to this at the time it releases, it'll be a Thursday or Friday before the Tuesday when See Through Marriage actually is shipped out to everyone who's wow. pre-ordered it. So, so yeah. yes, we decided to do four mini episodes um, talking about four key areas of this book, See Through Marriage. And the first one was last a couple days ago for you all. We talked about see-through uh, intimacy, sex yep. and intimacy. And today we're going to be talking about how to have hard talks and how to ha- communicate yeah. clearly and transparently with each other because that is not easy. That's yep. not easy. And in the third one, what is the third one? Just oh, we're going to yeah, we're going to talk about why knowing yourself matters um, in Ooh. light of the gospel. See right? through self. See through self. We don't know ourselves just to know ourselves. Yep. We know ourselves because God created us, and we need to know how He created us in order for us to. Uh, I think better glorify him. Ooh, that's good. In our weaknesses. That's good. And the fourth one will be about see through community. What is true Christian community? Mm. And how does it impact our life and our marriage as believers? So, oh my. Anyway, seethroughbook.com is where you can go to find this book. Again, its pre orders are open until. May f- midnight on May fourth, oh right? So and then then Amazon will ship everything. Hopefully, you'll get it that actual day, May fifth. Really? I think that's what they usually do I with pre orders. COVID nineteen, babe. It is. We'll see what happens. But this is history. Um, if you pre order, you get these free free things, nifty gifties, as we like to say. You get the free audiobook and you get the discussion guide, which I think they're both awesome. Um, and we'll get those emailed to you on or around May fifth when get we can. Coupons and pencils for our local. You know what? Maybe to one lucky listener, we'll throw in a $5 gift card to to Sbarro's. <laughs> My favorite New York slice. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, 
we are going to jump in to learning how to talk to each other uh, about hard things. That was that well said. <laughs> that was not clear at all. <laughs> it works for me. <clears throat> so having see-through talks, what does it mean to have see-through communication with each other? Because mm. aren't we talking? Isn't that transparent? Right? No, we all know how to say words, but do we really know how to like share meaning about words? Do we really mm. know how to yeah. uh, have a conversation about a hard thing without it just blowing up and going nowhere again, right? Just blowing up, blowing out. So the the big, the the Bible talks a lot about our words, mm. right? So we, we covered this in depth a few weeks ago. We had an episode about de-escalating big arguments Oof. and how the Bible instructs us to wield our words wisely because we can weaponize them otherwise. And so we, (laughs) that was like weird poetry in a way. No, but our tongues have the power of life and death, Mm. especially in the marriage context. Like who can speak more death or more life into your heart than your spouse? Mm. Uh, I know for me, that's definitely the case. Like Selena can say one cutting thing, even if she's joking. And if I'm in a bad headspace, (laughs) I could get all pouty and mopey about it, <laughs> and you could just cut me deep. Cut me deep. Uh, or or I could be having a bad day, and Selene could say, hey, you are, you're the man that God gave this family. Thank you for providing yes. all that kind of stuff. I appreciate you. I respect you. I respect you. All the things I want to hear. <laughs> is, <laughs> so is there anything else? Is there anything else? Just trying to take notes here. I need to hear, you know, I just need to hear those things hourly. If if you could just make sure you say those things hourly, then hourly. I, I wouldn't fall into it. Okay. I just need you to say them stupor. every other minute. So Every other minute it yep. is. However I can serve you, my love. <laughs> However I can. As you wish. <laughs> In the words of... <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Love mm-hmm. it. In Princess Bride. I Good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be your farm boy. <laughs> Yeah, that movie scared me as a kid. Anyways, yeah. we're wasting time. We're it's going to keep these anyway. episodes anyway. shorter. So, okay. so <clears throat> communication is all about sharing meaning. That's the big mm-hmm. thing. Is a lot of times we are saying words, but we're not sharing the meaning of the words. Mm. That's a big problem for marriages because you, there's a lot of context usually underlying uh, the words <laughs> yes. that are said, meaning tone, meaning your own kind of perception of the situation. Yeah. I think one of the big... Your own understanding of the definition of the words that you're using. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're not sharing the meaning of the words, then the words might as well not even be said because they just are causing more issues. So we kind of have to get on the same page. Of course, we calibrate on God's word, first off. Yeah. Uh, But secondly, we kind of have to be really charitable toward each other in in that we're using tone and timing that are helpful in us figuring out the words that we can say to share the meaning that we actually mean to share. Right. And these first two points kind of are more of part of this de-escalating, part of this, let's come together, let's kind of break down these walls, icebreakers, I guess, wall breakers, <laughs> if, <laughs> <Nice>. you, <laughs> if you go that way with me. Um, so the first one is to remember your origin story um, and Remembering your, as in plural, like you and your spouse, your right, origin right. story. Uh, how did you guys meet? How, I'm sure there's a lot of funny things about that whole. Whenever we interview people and we ask them about their favorite dates or something that, that is just super memorable to them, it's it's typically around like how they met and and 
a first date yeah. or something. There's there's yeah. some fun areas to dive into in, in terms of that topic. So remember your origin story. Remember your friendship, how you enjoyed each other. Because yeah. nine times out of ten, if you're having a hard time communicating, you probably aren't enjoying each other that much in the moment, right? Yeah. So go back to how you met. Yeah. And what does the Bible say, right? About <laughs> he, It doesn't instruct you on... Sorry. What? It's a bad transition? Just, yeah, well, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we got to talk about... <laughs> so this is a this topic is all throughout the Bible, the, the idea of remembering your origins. And why do we remember our origins? Not so we can be more... Not remember uh, ourselves. We're in remembering... In tune with who we are, right. but we we're have to remember the things of God. Yes. <laughs> and so we are the people of God. We've been grafted in by the blood of Christ. We are the, the, the biblical story uh, by His grace, literally, applies to us and mm. that we have to remember... Uh, all the things God has brought his people out of. Okay. Yeah. So think of, um, Joseph, right? When he was shipped off to Egypt and how God used that time to build up the nation of Israel and how Moses was the tool that God, or the guy, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Moses was the person, not a tool <laughs> that God used. He used him as a tool. Okay. I'll, I'll say that. Um, that just has a bad connotation it in really our culture. Does. I just, Speaking of shared meaning here. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. I was like, should um, we cut this? Um, so, God got the he 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 used Moses to get the people of Israel out of Egypt mm-hmm. and into the into the promised land. Although it did take forty years, mm-hmm. <laughs> the desert. So we have to remember these things, these miracles. But you have those own you have those miracles in your own life, right? Right. I just I want to read this scripture, um, Psalm seventy seven eleven and twelve. Um, it says, "I will remember the deeds of the Lord." This is David, I think. Uh, it's a Psalm of Asaph. So it's Asaph. I will remember the things of the Lord. Um, uh, where is it? Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your mm-hmm. way, O oh God, is holy. What God is great like our God? Okay, and then it keeps going. I mean, you are the God who works wonders. Yes. You have made known your might among the peoples. So good. Oh, so, so good. good. So what God is great like our God? Mm-hmm. And so when we look back at our relationship, I remember, let's just think back for a second. When did we meet? We met... I saw you for the first time across the gymnasium mm. in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I was visiting the school that Selena was attending. I remember you there. You do? I remember mm. you visiting. I remember mm. art class afterwards, I'm pretty sure. Hold, yeah, what were your thoughts? Hold the pencil like a... Was <laughs> that, that the that one? Was no, that was the next year. You are remembering year. it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was the it, next year. That's how we connected, I felt are like, Are our though? first moments just a blur <laughs> to you? Just to be... <laughs> they are like crystal clear in my own uh, mind. Probably because I thought you were just the most amazing. You were like a sea nymph. <laughs> that's, <laughs> is that even a thing? <laughs> I feel like that's a bad, I don't know. You were like, I just saw you and it was like you were radiating just perfection. And so I, I Not remember that. Not hard to do at 16. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, hey, you were probably 15. We were youngins. 15, young babies. And so, anyway, then we started our friendship, and we started dating, and we started... uh started just, giving me music that I had never heard before. And I was like, yeah. what? This sounds sinful. <laughs> and then eventually we, we went to a friend's house to do a, um, a fire, like a bonfire type thing we with did. s'mores. And then I had to give you a ride home, and that whole ride home, we were both wanting to <laughs> we like say, like, we ask knew each other coming. out. Because we were like clearly headed that way. Right. It was the DTR. It was time. Until finally we were just like... Somebody broke the ice. I think I, I think did. I think it was you. You were the man. For I hope sure I were did. The man. I hope I broke the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say revisionist history. <laughs> I broke the ice. It was very brave of me. Uh, very this resolute. Is the bravest thing you ever done. <laughs> the bravest thing I've ever done. And right, uh, we started talking about the the uh, 
just our friendship and how we wanted to take it further. And I said, yeah. I don't want to even date you if marriage isn't on the table. You're very serious. <laughs> very intense for a 16-year-old. But I'm glad. I mean, we need to have intentions in mind. Anyways, we also have had very trying times in our marriage. Yes. Where we need to remember the good things of the Lord. Not just remembering, obviously remembering our friendship, remembering the joy mm. that we began our marriage in, right? Yeah. But also remembering the joy and the steadfastness of the Lord and sustaining us in those difficult and darker times mm. um, for whatever reason, if it's an external or internal um, battle or struggle that we've been faced with. So there's Psalm 42, 43. I love these. Um, oh yeah. Reminding your soul. Yeah. The sons of Korah. They're, they're talking. There's a whole lot of context around why they wrote these Psalms, but they're basically saying, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul rejoice mm. within you. And so what that is coming from is remember that God, Remember who you have as your ultimate hope, your ultimate yeah. salvation. And so part of remembering your origin story is saying, we're not just a couple floating in the sea, hoping that we don't get crushed by a storm or a wave. We are a couple rooted and anchored in Christ. Mm. And we have him as our eternal hope. And look at what he's done. Mm -hmm. I, I keep a running kind of list of things that are like things that are clear needs that I'm helpless to meet in our mm. lives. And things that God has clearly met. Mm. And whenever I lose faith or I forget, I like to go back to that list and, and awesome. say, look what God has done. And look at how, how far we've come. So connecting through clear communication starts often with remembering the person you married, remembering how God has brought you together, how, what he's brought you through. Mm. Now, what that does is that humanizes each other. Right. Instead of just seeing them as an <clears throat> opponent, now you are my life partner, this person that God has paired me with. Right. And so now I can actually start to strip away the, the scales from my eyes and see you not as just an opponent, but as a person, some woman that I married, or if you're a wife, your husband. Right. Which leads us into point number two is we are then able to find ways to laugh and have fun together because we need to laugh. I take myself way too seriously all the yeah. time in my head. So that's why the Lord brought me, Ryan, to keep me laughing and having fun. No, to be lighthearted. But um, one way you can do this, which is kind of fun, is to pull out those wedding photos and look at them. <laughs> so we did and a you, yeah. So we did a live event. We did do it, and and so uh, <laughs> they showed a picture. They showed a picture because Ryan was describing himself on the day of our marriage. So, and so he Ted asked me to send like him a, that picture so he, he could show it. He thinks he looked like a Backstreet Boy or whatever, and mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's what it took. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it took to win the girl back then. You know, <laughs> you had to quit playing games with my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you, when you, whenever you, it's very rare, but whenever you like shave your whole face, I'm like, this, get this kid out of my house. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so you look like such a baby face. So I'm just like, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so remembering, so get those photos out. Get those photos out as just a funny way to kind of remind yourself of the day, the good and the bad, right? Yeah. Um, of, of when you were married and, you know, how many people you had there, why or why not. Um, mm. It's just kind of something to lead you back again to each other and remember some of the funny memories that you had. Mm -hmm. um, play games together. Be lighthearted. I mean, we're all kind of in the midst of this pandemic still, and we're still learning how to be together in, in, in our homes. We're learning yeah. how to have hard conversations, but we need to also remember to have fun together. I think we can get lost in just the task of things. Yeah. Um, I want to read this verse, Psalm 126. Here's the thing. Laughter is not just, we're not just marriage podcasters saying laugh because laughing's fun and laughing's good for you. And there's, 
There's a lot of physical reasons why. There but are. But it's all rooted in Laughter is a gift of yeah. God. Yeah. It is a gift of God. Common grace is a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Common grace is, you don't have to believe in God to, to enjoy a good steak, mm. right? You don't have to believe in God to enjoy a good belly laugh. You really don't. <laughs> That's a common grace he's given to all men. You don't have to believe in God good to breathe oxygen. Laugh. You don't have to believe in God to drink good water, right? Yeah. But so he's given us these things as humans. Laughter is part and it does something to our souls. It does something to our hearts. And it, there's science behind it doing something to our stress levels, our minds, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I just want to bolster this part of it with that. It's not just this off on left field like laugh because laughing's fun it's laugh because laugh is inherently good and it's a gift from god mm. uh psalm 126 2 through 3 he's talking about what god god brought them out of out of some sort of uh, oppression and the psalmist is saying then our mouths were filled with laughter mm. and our tongues with joyful songs then the nation said the lord has done spectacular things for them the lord has done spectacular things for us mm. we are overjoyed so here we're reminding it's points one and two, really. Yeah. The psalmist is reminding himself or of the story of God, where he's brought them from. But then he's saying, we, we, our mouths were filled with laughter. Mm. Proverbs seventeen twenty two: a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Mm. So notice the source there. <laughs> okay. Uh, cheerfulness or brokenness. That's a deep heart thing. Yeah. Okay. So it's all rooted in the gospel. Remember, we have the greatest source of joy imaginable, and that is the love of God himself embodied on the cross for our sins so that we can be reconciled with him. If we lose sight of that, we potentially lose sight of our own joy. Mm. We lose sight of our own ability to have a cheerful heart. Mm. Now, we're not just saying put a bandaid on some big hurt, but right. we're saying there's a deep well from which joy springs in the human heart when that human heart has put its faith in Christ. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain, people. <laughs> I've got love like an ocean. Um, and peace like a river. And peace like a river. you got to finish it. Uh, and then finally, Psalm, uh, Proverbs, 15, Proverbs 15, 13, a joyful heart makes a cheerful face, but with a heartache comes depression. Hmm. So... Again, remembering the source of a joyfulness, the source of our joyful heart. Right. It's not circumstantial. It's based on our Savior. Right. It's yeah. good to be joyful. I just, for me, I can be too serious. And sometimes I think seriousness is the way forward. We're not getting things done unless we're serious about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just remind me that sometimes just laughing together overcomes so much. Uh, it mm. puts things in perspective so quickly that I'm yeah. too serious most of the time. So it reminds me that I can rest in the Lord. I can have joy. I can enjoy my husband, my family, and not feel weird about it, I guess, if that explains any part of myself. Well, and not feel weighed down <laughs> yes. by all the things that we and heap onto a, ourselves. Yeah, and it's not a fake yeah. joy, but it's a, it's a yeah. joy that is rooted and rests in the Lord, right? I want to I put some meat on those bones because okay. I think you just said a lot. You're what, welcome. So we tend to try to seek our joy and feeling like we've got everything else under control. Like mm. a lot of times if our, if our joy is not there, we've taken on burdens that are not ours to take. Right. Okay. So we steward our, our lives. Well, right. Not, not we, I'm saying as believers, we steward our we lives. Yeah. We try to steward the us. Fredericks try to <laughs> saying we, we nail it. All right. But like with our daughters, you, you feel a lot of weight around, are they learning the right things? Are we teaching them in the things of God? Are they going to be well-adjusted little human beings? Kind of stopped worrying about that. But anyways. 
whatever the worry is, yes, we yes, tend to always a... where our heart gets kind of entangled with it is when we start taking on the parts that aren't ours to take on. Because I yes. think there's a glad stewardship that's in the heart of a believer yes. all the time. Yes. And there's a glad kind of not a burden. There's a glad uh, awareness and a responsibility to steward something yeah. that's put in place that's been placed into our care. But when we start trying to kind of step out of our lane, step into God's domain and not our own, I'm just a poet just today. Rhyming. Then that's when we start to kind of feel the weight of stuff that we were never bear- meant to bear the weight of. So and good. when we give that back to Christ and we give it back, to resign ourselves to God's sovereignty in that yeah. area. God, I've done all I can do. I have to trust you now. Yeah. I, I did all I could do, trusting that it, faithfulness is what bears fruitfulness. Now I have to trust that you will make the fruit grow so in good. your timing. And if I don't see the fruit, I'm still going to trust you. Mm, there's still growth happening. Yes. Still growth happening. So, so there's good. deep reasons for our joy that kind of a, a allow us to feel the joy. And then in our marriage, and our task is just to, re- just to kind of learn how to reinvigorate it, to stir our affections for God in a way that will bring joy and right. just kind of not try to control life so much to take it so seriously, but just enjoy life with the wife I of hear your ya, youth. I hear you. I hear you. Well, the psalmist says, <laughs> or is Ecclesiastes, in Ecclesiastes, this verse wrecked me. I think it's verse, it's in chapters one or two. He said, enjoy life with the wife of your youth. Like basically all the days of this life are meaningless. I love Ecclesiastes because it's so re- releasing <laughs> to me. So it's just so burdensome to me. It's like just some ways. drink good wine, <laughs> right. eat good food. You know, may you be clothed with white linens and may your your head be anointed with oil and may you enjoy your life with the wife of your youth. Like just live your life to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a burden so lifted, good. right? So good. So yeah. just to recap these first two real quick. Again, these are kind of de-escalating, bringing the walls down. Remember your origin story, number one. Remember your story uh, with your spouse. Number two, find ways to laugh and have fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Bust out those uh, wedding photos. I mean, your wedding could have been last week. There's still some funny things to remember. So do it. Um, the third one is, this is kind of the one that is, these first two are, are leading up to and helping to kind of pave the way uh, yeah. to practice having see-through talks. So see-through talks are transparent uh, talks around hard things. Yeah. So how do we do that, right? So you just set the stage. You have... You're learning to humanize your spouse, rehumanize them, remembering your past, how God has brought you to where you are, remembering your friendship, this person that you love. Now you can actually start thinking through how can we communicate in a productive way. Mm. We'll use this analogy in the book. Again, all the (laughs) the stuff we're talking about comes from roughly see-through marriage. We're going to give it away, people. We've got to buy it. But we talk about this analogy of the sous vide um, cooking method, which I've I've come to love over the past year. And if you don't know what it is, it sounds fancy. (laughs) It's not that fancy. You just put you put meat or vegetables in a bag. <laughs> you seal that bag up, try to get all the air out of it, put that in a hot water bath, and the sous vide device actually regulates the temperature so it cooks at a precise temperature. What that does in that in that context, it removes all the variables. Yeah. The heat is completely consistent and controlled. There's not extra airflow around the you're not ever gonna burn it. All all that matters is the meat in the bag and the spices. So the analogy is removing variables when it comes to your own communication Mm. so often we are very haphazard about it's like throwing a it's like throwing a 200 dollars steak onto like a 20 dollars grill right we try to have a really good conversation at a bad time (laughs) you're gonna burn the steak you're gonna be left it's not gonna go well you're not gonna enjoy it so you have to remove variables so in communication what are those variables um time would be one of the variables in your timing timing like what you said yes yeah sorry 
<laughs> tone. Tone's a big one for us people. If you haven't realized that, realize it, man. Tone is a big thing. And I hear it more now with other people than I ever did before I married my husband. Um, like, like, think about this. You're the greatest. Or, <laughs> you're the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible example, but... <laughs> Tone it has different connotations. It really does. And sometimes you can misinterpret tone, right, Ryan? Never. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, also, words and this and that shared meaning, I think. Um, when you... We have to be clear, I think, defining the words that we're using. Because Ryan loves when I say always and never. It's just so ironic. It's so mm. funny to me that those are the words. Here's, here's one absolute. Always. I always hate it when you say always and never. <laughs> That's an absolute for you. Take absolute. that to the bank. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> don't say those things on the podcast. We don't. It's not Christian to, <laughs> to smoke a pipe. Not. <laughs> okay, you need to cut this. No, it definitely, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, Spurgeon smoked matter. like a cigar every time before he spoke. He's okay. Are you living the Spurgeon standards or the Lord's? <laughs> oh, oh, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, these are the, these are the talks Anyways, we have, people. Get these time for a see-through talk. Very, right? yeah. I'm going to move the variable that is <laughs> Selena right now. <laughs> She's an unpredictable variable. Just get out of here and I'll talk. <laughs> All right, Colossians four through six. I'm just Bible four, verse beat, six. beat you right now. <laughs> four verse six. Walk in wisdom. We're going to start in verse five. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders making the best use of the time. Verse 6, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So, Colossians, Paul, writing in the church of Colossae, sure. Colossae yeah. uh, instructing them on how to live. What are rules for Christian households? And what are how should we look to outsiders? Hmm. Outsiders mean people who don't know Jesus or unbelievers. And he's saying to walk in wisdom, to let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt. I mean, if there's no other better answer to how we should be talking to each other, right? Mm. And ta- and how, if other people are listening, I, there's always people watching, right? There's, your kids are always mm. watching. There's always an audience. Not that you have to live under this, like, pressure of always being watched, but we can walk in the joy that Christ has given us. Yeah. Uh, through salvation that we don't have to respond to those those feelings of bitterness right we can respond graciously yeah. we can use our words to bless and edify and encourage our spouse rather than to to tear them down even when it comes to a hard conversation so here's what's really cool about that passage verse two three verses ahead of that it says continue steadfastly in prayer being watchful in it with thanksgiving is that not sim- similar to Thanksgiving coming from knowing all that God has done, yeah. but also continuing steadfastly in prayer, meaning that I pray because I need, mm. right? And so then, then it says in verse five, walk in wisdom. So you're steadfastly praying, you're walking in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Um, let your speech, speech always be gracious. So the mm. other thing I wanted to point out was seasoned with salt, speech being gracious, seasoned with salt. You can't salt something haphazardly, right? You need to be intentional. Yeah. It needs just enough. Not too little, not too much. Too little, and it does nothing too much, and it ruins everything. Dries it out. So there's a there's a happy medium in there, and it takes mindfulness, awareness, paying attention. Discernment. Discernment. Okay. Well, we're talking about timing, mm. tone, shared meaning of your words, mm. making sure you have enough space to actually deal with issues that are that are commen- uh, commensurate with the space, right? Right. right. If, you, if you're trying to bring up some huge issue... 
five minutes before your spouse heads out the door uh-uh. to go to work. Probably not a good time. Might not be seasoned with salt. You mm. might want to, you might want to set aside more time than five minutes. So, so good. So good. See through conversations. See through conversations, yeah. people. So one quick challenge for y'all. Uh, <laughs> Sit across the table. I know. It makes me feel awkward just like saying it. It's I'm not a good... Anyways. We did sit, mention this a few weeks back. We but did. We're sit, a, again. sit across the table from each other. Nothing. No devices in front of you. And just stare at each other for three minutes. Uh, stare into each other's eyes. Just go back and forth. Or just right in the middle of the forehead. It's an old sales trick. <laughs> but... Every time. Three minutes. Stare at each other. You can blink. And you can blink. But the point is, it's amazing how you start to melt away all the mm. kind of pretense all of the thing, and you start to see the person you married. Yes. And that's the point. That's the whole point of having see through talks is to actually see, see. the person God gave you and mm. let them see you aside from all the pretense, aside from all the, the masks and facades and the circumstantial stuff, but right. really just see each other. So, mm, so good. Sorry. I'm, I'm not saying it's so good that we're talking. It's so good for my heart. Everything that, we hear and listen. I, I do listen to our podcasts <laughs> and I'm just like, man, mostly it's to make sure I don't make any theological there, mistakes, <laughs> <that> which <laughs> happens. Um, I'm just so grateful that God gives us his word for instruction, that he has allowed us to be able to commune with him through prayer. We are so blessed and we are so richly blessed by our father. Um, he gives us this time and space and instruction on how to have hard talks around hard things. And that's good. That's good. And, that, I mean, you just dropped a huge bomb. Like the fact that it's a complete grace of God to be able to talk and communicate yeah. through these things. That's what I'm saying. Oh my word. Like we could talk, we have talked about that in the yeah. past. So we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll yeah. let Selena just, just uh, drop the mic on that. So anyway, thank you so much so for much. joining us. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. We'll sound effect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you right. made that with your mouth to be Calm clear. Down. That wasn't actually dropping the mic. Um, yeah, so this is, again, part two of a three-part mini-series we're doing over four this part week. Four-part mini-series. Sorry, four-part mini-series we're doing over this week and next. We'll do two more next week. Um, all around the concepts covered in our new book, See Through Marriage. And if you're curious, you can find that book. You can find more information about it on seethroughbook.com. And as we mentioned before, there are freebies. You get an audiobook and a discussion guide. You can download those at seethroughbook.com after you pre-order. Uh, you just got a few more days, so don't delay. Mm. And you know what? This book is honestly, it's a response to one of the biggest questions or biggest themes and all the questions we get asked is yeah. how do we have a transparent marriage? Right. How do we live fully in the light? And so we wrote the, this book based on that trend yeah and i'm really excited to see what god does because like you mentioned right. at one point i think this was a really hard book for us to write yes. it was just it was just a labor of love yeah. so we just pray that god uses it so with that said this episode is in the can all right we'll see you in uh, three or four days yeah, yeah. till then stay, stay fierce try to take my stay fierce <laughs> <laughs> calm down frederick <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.